Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the Klamath River Basin. Right. <laughs> um, it's a basin along uh, Oregon and uh, Northern California. There's a river and there's a drought. Because of that, people along the river or people who are part of reclamation programs or whatever, they're having issues. The uh, One of the main issues is farmers basically being told there's not going to be water for irrigation. And that's an issue. Um, and they're definitely going to be one of the groups that gets attention when this hits national news. I'm, I'm pretty sure this will. The other side to it will be an endangered species, salmon. And I have a feeling, I don't know this for certain, but I have a feeling that when it hits national news, that's how it's going to be framed. Farmers versus fish. Who, who has uh, more claim to, to that water? Because with low water levels, a bacteria tends to flourish. In fact, there was testing done of the salmon already that shows like 97% of them already have it, and it's impacting the juvenile populations a lot. Farmers versus fish. But see, there's another group that's going to be impacted by this. And just because of the way the news is, I have a feeling when it hits national news, they may not be mentioned very often. The Yurok. Native group along that river. And uh, they survive. Their way of life is heavily dependent on that salmon. If the juvenile population goes, well, that's going to be bad for a few years. That's going to be bad for a few years. And they've existed there for, I don't even know. I don't even know. But I know the U.S. signed a treaty with them in the 1850s-ish, in that range. And they were living there then. And they kind of promised them that they'd be able to maintain their way of life, that fishing way of life, as long as they stayed in this little geographic area. I'd say they'd have a pretty big claim. Now, the Yurok, they've got lawyers, from what I understand, they actually have good lawyers. But I have a feeling when the national coverage starts to happen, well, they'll be forgotten about. Because they typically are. When you're talking about a geographic area, and there are powerful groups at play, you have to remember those that are on the ground, who may not always have a whole lot of influence over the decisions. It's also important to note that if you're going to take a group of people and confine them to a geographic area, you can't make decisions outside of it that are going to lower their standard of living, impact their way of life, when they don't have any control over it. You, if you're going to confine people and keep them, well, you can have this little chunk here. You uh, have a moral obligation to make sure they can maintain their way of life. 
And as far as claims go, I know some of those farmers have been there for generations. But who has more of a claim? The Yurok or people who showed up during the gold rush? These are questions we're going to have to ask ourselves in the United States a lot. That drought is bad and there will be more of them. There are going to be more and more disputes over water rights. And it's easy to get caught up in the fear because, you know, not having water, that's a pretty serious thing. But when the coverage is happening, don't forget that there are people on the ground in these areas that are going to be impacted, that have no control over what happens. They're the people that may need the most support. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.